Hello and welcome to My Side of the Street with Marie Hanneman. That's me. Today I'll be sharing my journey of healing both past and present so that you know you are not alone. Many times I have felt and still often feel helpless. And then somehow I discover another way and find the courage within to take some new action which consequently helps me step into healthier ways of being. And that's what we will be discussing today. Hello, listeners. Marie here. And I celebrated my 50th birthday this month, April of 2022. And I just thought that I would share some thoughts about how that felt to turn 50 and also the different perspectives I've had throughout the years in my life. I will say straight up without any doubts that I am liking 50 a lot. There's so much about my life that is more peaceful, resolved. I'm clear about who I am as a person. I've been through some things that were difficult, quite a few, and I've come out the other end of those things as a person that I really like and respect and love. And it's an incredible thing to have some history behind you that allows you even more confidence than simply faith in yourself. Faith in yourself is very important, but it's also really great to be able to say, yeah, I'm a strong person. I'm a loving person, a thoughtful person. And a strong, beautiful woman. You know, people always say, oh, if you could give yourself some advice, like go back and meet yourself at 18 and and give yourself advice. I, I, I don't really know what I would have said to myself at any age to help me be the Marie that I am today. Um, I think uh, most experiences that I've had really re- were required almost like a going through the eye of the needle concept. One of my friends, and I have no idea where this comes from, but one of my friends had a tattoo on her arm that said, life is meant to live looking forward, but it is only understood looking back. And I, I did not understand that for a long time. But at arriving at 50, I totally and completely in, in agreement with that. There's so much about life that makes sense when you look back and you see how it got you to where you're at. I would like to say, not to myself necessarily at a younger age, but to anyone who's younger than 50 uh, listening to this, that I can without a doubt say that if you continue to try and strive and grow, life gets nothing but better. There are difficult moments still, sure, but the lost feeling of when I was younger, how I felt definitely does not follow me uh, now. And I'm so grateful and blessed. 50 is pretty great. I would say probably from the time I was 10, which is when I was molested, until Probably when I had my breakdown at 38, I literally went to bed every night wishing I didn't wake up the next morning. I didn't want to kill myself. Like, I didn't want to make that decision, but I certainly didn't want to go on. So, 
having that in my past, it's almost like a duh. Well, sure. Of course you like your life better now than before. But even it, during that time when, when I did fall asleep at night, praying that I would not wake up, I, every day I felt like I knew more than I did the day before. And I had a little more hope that maybe tomorrow I'd know some more than I did today. And for that, I'm really grateful that I had some hope that I kept trying my best to get to where I felt at peace and did not go to bed at night wishing I didn't wake up the next morning. I no longer do that. I haven't done that for about 12 years now. That took me having a full-on breakdown. Shortly after my breakdown, I was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, which is schizophrenia with a mood disorder. And that has been interesting and challenging to live with. However, I was blessed with, a, I am blessed with a beautiful sister named Teresa, Terry to me, or T, who's 14 years older than I am, who is schizophrenic. And she fought her schizophrenia and her diagnosis for a very long time. She was diagnosed at 19. And I understand how frustrating and difficult and unbelievable that must have been for her at 19. And I get why she fights it because it was such a, a stigma subject to even have a mental illness where I uh, am very lucky that I, one, got to watch her struggle and that that blessed me with an attitude of um, grace towards myself and a grace towards mental illness. So at 38, when I was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, I went directly to a medical team and was like, help me, help me. And that has also been a blessing for me. It slowed me down. I had to function in a much calmer, slower capacity or, or else the disease would take over. And that was not fun or... <laughs> Uh, it was scary even. And so I had to learn to slow down, which was really the first step in many choices to slow down over my life. Uh, obviously, one of the hugest pieces of change that's happened more recently is, let's see, it is the end of April now. So June, July, August, September, wait, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. So I am two years and 10 months sober. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing. And it has opened my eyes to many different ways of being and different ways of handling reality. Being here at 50, I thought I'd feel a lot older at 50. I really thought I'd feel 50. I do not feel 50 at all. I, in my head, I still think I'm in my 30s. It's an interesting place to stand. I'm half a century old. But part of that is, is that I'm still blessed to have my parents and all my older siblings. So I'm still the youngest of seven in this family with mom and dad, even though I don't live with mom and dad and I have my own life, it's, I'm still that little kid in some regard. 
And it's an interesting, it's interesting. That's all I'm going to say is that it's very interesting. I look at Gigi, that's my dog. You guys heard about her a little while ago. And she is 12. She is 12 years old. And that surprises me. It's almost like, and then I look at my kids. My grandson is going to be nine in May. That sort of thing makes me realize the actual number of my age. But as a person, I do not feel that way. I feel very playful, very young, even though I will tell you, I I have a partial denture in the bottom half of my teeth. I wear hearing aids. My knees hurt often if I walk too long. I'm overweight. I have gray hair when I don't dye it purple. (laughs) And, you know, there's just physically I, I am older. But mentally, I don't feel that way. I do feel at peace. And I will say that being 50, there is a huge piece about me that I like who I am. And I think, really, it doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't get much better than you see yourself progressing as a beautiful person, as a responsible person, as a loving person. And I really like me. At other major birthdays, so like at 45 or 40 was a hard one because that's uh, when my first ex-husband and I split up. That was difficult. So I don't even really consider that like a birthday that I reflected. It was more like a birthday I endured. But I do remember 35. I remember 30. And this is the first milestone birthday where I feel like, heck yeah. Heck yeah, this is who I am. I am 50 and I am fabulous and I'm having a fabulous time in life. For my 50th birthday, all I wanted, my sister Kath asked me, she said, "What if you could have anything on your birthday, what, what would you want? And all I wanted to do was spend time with my children and my grandchildren. Saying that brings tears to my eyes <laughs> because on my birthday, I got exactly what I wished for. And it was so much fun. Monday the 18th, Tuesday the 19th and Wednesday the 20th. I spent time hanging out with my kids and my grandkids. My daughter, Marilyn, and her two kids, Bronson and Cora, and my son, Bubba. His real name is Joshua Jr., but I call him Bubba. And it really, I felt like I was the luckiest woman in the world. That's how it felt. We spent Monday at Disneyland. Well, first we celebrated and had lunch with my parents and my sister, Carrie, and my brother, John. And Gigi, of course, was there, too. And all of us had lunch with my at my parents' house. And then we went to Disneyland and hung out. And then Tuesday, we went to California Adventure. And then Wednesday, we went to Disneyland. And then the kids and my grandkids had to get back. So they left the park around 2.30 and got home at six, which was wonderful for them. And I hung out as a single person and went through all the, I don't know if you know this, but at amusement parks, if you're one person, you can go into this line, it's called single person line. And bam, 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 you get in so fast. It's great. They just use single people who aren't connected to anyone else in their party to fill in the seats that are empty. So like if a party of five is going in and it's a six person, Right. Well, then you get to go in. 
So it's really awesome. I got to go on Splash Mountain and Indiana Jones. And then I did the goofy things that an old lady does. Like I went on and rode on the railroad and I went down Main Street into all the shops and and I geeked out in Star Wars land and really enjoyed the afternoon just by myself as well. What an amazing few days that was. And that's not even including the gorgeous wishes and touching cards and and posts and all that that I got from my friends and family besides my kids and my grandkids. I mean, it was quite amazing. To stand at 50 and look at the tribe I have, it's so touching. I have people quite literally that I could call at any time of the day. And if I was in real trouble or I needed some real guidance, they would be there without a doubt for me. My siblings all sent me cards with cash in it, wishing me a great time with my kids and my grandkids. So they sent me cash so that I could have more fun at Disneyland and California Adventure. Just them thinking about that for me and loving me through my birthday wish and supporting it in such a way was so awing. I was in awe of it and I felt so touched. I mean, my heart, I'm telling you, this 50th birthday, my heart was overflowing. I felt the love. And you know, to be quite honest, I think that love probably was there most of my life. But for whatever reason, I had issues seeing it. And it's such a wonderful, wonderful thing to be at a place where I can let love in. I can let love in and love is there. So much of it is there. I mean, my kids have busy lives. My son's graduating from college. My daughter works two jobs was raising two kids as a wife, you know, they have their own things going on. And for them to take that time out and just say, okay, mom, we're showing up. We want you to have a great birthday. Was so special. And the coolest thing is, is that honestly, everywhere I look is not the only place that love is coming from. I have friends, I have family. And I have me. And I really believe that the love I have for myself is what has allowed me to see the love in my life. You know, they tell you all the time. It comes from within. You've got to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you're not ever going to be able to have that kind of relationship with someone else. And, and I really, I don't think you can get it until you get it. It's almost like. I was in my own way for so many years. I was the one blocking the beauty and the love. And how do you explain that? I mean, I've had people tell me that throughout my life, but it didn't make any sense other than to keep striving for something I did not know what it felt like. And that I did. I kept striving and kept growing and kept learning and reaching. But until you understand it, until you've lived in it, stood in it, stood in that love for yourself, it's really a foreign concept. I mean, I certainly did not know what I was shooting for, what I was trying for. But boy, when you know, you know. It's kind of like everyone prepares you to be a mother. You're pregnant. You know you're going to have a baby. 
But until you have the baby, you have no idea what it's like to have a baby outside of your body, this human that now has your full heart. It's kind of the same in terms of learning to love yourself. You have an idea of what that looks like. People have talked about it. You've watched other people live in love for themselves. But you have no idea the power and the beauty of it until you stand in it yourself. And I thank God and everyone around me who's beautiful and has shared their love for me before I could love myself. And I even thank the crappy experiences that hurt for bringing me to this half-century mark, to who I stand looking in the mirror today. Life is kind of just fun now. And uh, how awesome it is. Even the hard days when I'm crying or struggling through something, I know I'm okay. I know I'm loved. I know this is temporary. And I find my way through. And I am beyond thrilled to be Marie. Beyond thrilled. Anyway, I just thought I would share a little something about this monumentous birthday with y'all. And why am I saying y'all? It sounds so funny. I'm, I'm like not from the South, but I'm from Southern California. But here I am. I'm grateful for your ears that are listening. I'm grateful for you opening your heart to anything I have to say and share. And I am grateful for this life. Thank you all for listening. You are beautiful, each and every one of you. I invite you to be the light and love you wish to see in our world. Have a lovely day.